Do you find yourself wishing you had more energy, healthier habits, or fun family activities? At the YMCA, you can find your passion, find family fun, and find your happy place, all while supporting your community. Join the Y in March with a $0 enrollment fee and enjoy motivating group exercise classes, heated pools, pickleball, and so much more. Visit YMCADC.org to learn more and to find your nearest Y in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia today. Live to tape. Welcome to Millennial Season 2, Episode 21. I'm Andrew. I'm Elisa. I'm Laura. And I'm Matt. <laughs> well, happy unofficial Sorry. start of summer, everybody. It's usually Yay. my favorite time of year. I don't know about y'all. Why is it the unofficial start of summer? Because, Laura, the summer solstice is June 20-something, 21st, I think. And that's the real start of summer, right? So I it's guess. three weeks away. Yeah. I mean, if you're a pagan... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know that we were observing the Harry Potter calendar on this show. But, <laughs> yeah, so Order of the Phoenix comes out in only a few weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's considered the... Okay, fine. It's the it's the start of summer. Yeah, it is the start of summer. Have you all selected your drink of the summer yet? This is a very important moment for me. Definitely. What's yours, Laura? Alcohol. <laughs> Bitch, that was mine. Is that yours too, Matt? Just alcohol? Yeah, I put it. Uh, yeah, I wrote it down. I, I showed everybody. I'd suck the alcohol out of a deodorant stick. Ooh. Okay. Elisa, how about you? Um, <laughs> Long Islands. Is that specific to summer? <laughs> you guys see. don't have a drink that's uh, like oh, such trash. I am real trashy in the summer, which is why I just say fuck it and I go with the Long Islands. Yeah, but what kind of drink though does like say summer? to you long island i'm being serious about that i don't listen i don't i'm not a beer fan i don't like beer in any capacity so you're weird no, you no long islands they they say to me like family vacations really they say to me no. like rated r like <laughs> i'm about to get fucked up in multiple ways that's what they say to me <laughs> no, on the floor no, no i'm talking I like family say, or shit. go ahead i will say that i feel like the red stripe to me is kind of like my summer beer. Mm. Um, it's totally Jamaican swill. I recognize this. It's like the Budweiser of Jamaica. But I don't know. Ever since you know I could drink legally, um, I've always had it in the summer. So. I, I like something refreshing, something light. And for the past two years, I've loved Coors Light Citrus Rattler, the drink <laughs> of the summer. But they, they discontinued it. <laughs> They, discont- they are no longer sponsoring our show as a result. <laughs> I guess We're what? never going to hear the end of this. Making thing. things even more torturous. When I was in Vegas for my birthday last weekend, I go out to my pool. There's fucking banners for Coors Light Citrus Rattler. Still up, scattered throughout the pool deck. I'm like, yeah, what is this? That's your extra present we did for you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It was just <laughs> we torture. We need to find out if a millennial listener works at that hotel because that would just be the Trolling ultimate me. prank. Yeah. yeah. That would be Planet Hollywood. Fuck you. Anyway, so my drink of the summer was going to be Curious Traveler Lemon Shandy, as suggested by <laughs> one of our listeners. What is but that? it's seasonal and it's spring only. I'm just so upset. So I, I'm still searching. You need to stop you should- like drinking fads. I, I always associate sangria with summer, too. Yeah, that's a nice one. Nice and refreshing. 
So, uh, and speaking of summer, d- does anybody have any song of the summer yet? Like uh, maybe a, a song you're ready to predict is going to be the song of the summer? Oh, it, I am 100% saying it's going to be Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Can't Stop the Feeling! Which I think is fine. We played it last week, but he did it for a movie. And I, I can never s- consider a song for a movie uh, like a real uh, song. Really? Like Happy? Yeah, it was From definitely Despicable a hit. Me Too. It was the song of 2015. Uh, yeah, that's and, true. I mean, it was the most overplayed song in history. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the new song "One of Those Days" by Little Big Town. It's like huh. a, it's kind of like a mellow, mellow summer song. I'm gonna. Is play it a, a boy band? Um, there are two boys, two two girls. It's very like springy, like ah. It gets better. <clears throat> I just have this image. I hear that song, and it reminds me of like the movie Fern Gully, and like she's just sort of flying all over the place, sprouting flowers, <laughs> making it rain. What's so funny, Matt? <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> Does anybody on your playlist like old enough to drink? What? <laughs> I don't. I, these are adults. They've been around since 2007. I don't they know were, who they are, but they were born in 2007. <laughs> uh, of course, it's no song. Uh, it's no. Um, <clears throat> what was that Demi song? Cool, cool for, the, for summer. the summer. Cool for the summer. I think that song was so good. It could be the song of the summer for the next five summers. All right. <sighs> How about any of you? Uh, any Metallica so what songs? Led Zeppelin song is. Uh, at the top I of was, your list. I was in seriousness, I was going to say, I think Stairway to Heaven is really um, upbeat and <laughs> reminds me of being out, you know, in, this, in the sun. Mm-hmm. Can we really crown a song of the summer that, is, that isn't new? There's always one, you know? There's one that everybody yeah, there's all like summer. A, yeah, there are summer songs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, name one. Song of the Summer. Uh, cool for the Summer. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's I it. need Dem- Demi to do a sequel to that. I think I know this is I know this is a little trite, but I think that Brian Adams' "Summer of '69" is oh, a that is, that's a fun song. The classic summer song. Yeah, I'm I, gonna have to. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm gonna have to go with the "Summer Concerto" by Vivaldi, "The oh, Four Seasons." Cool. What is? Yeah. I love that what song. What does that sound like? Can you sing a sample? It's, well, it's, no, it's it's instrumental. It's yeah, oh. violins like. I do as best as I can do. I do love a good summertime playlist. I love finding oh, them on Spotify. And I know it's kind of annoying, but Cheryl Crow's is uh, "Soak Up the Sun." Oh, I hate that song. <laughs> Ow. I'm gonna soak up the sun. That Ow. fucking song was written just so that it could be put on a kids' Bob album. I feel like I'm convinced that's the only reason that song exists. Okay. Jesus. All right. Creeper yeah. listening to Kids Bop. So uh, one last thing about the summer. We actually got an AP choice from Danny last week. We thought we'd bring it up now since it's about to be June. Well, it will be June by the time you're listening to this. And it's it's uh, June is usually a big month for gay pride parades. So, usually. Yeah, so Danny writes in, uh, are there any tips to surviving 
<laughs> a gay pride parade. I tend to get too wild, he says. Getting your straight friends to come, and what are some prides that are must attend? Also, any personal sh- stories about your own pride experience that you want to share? Other uh, than being in a bareback orgy, I have no personal stories to share. Yeah, well, I want to know what. That's just a regular Friday night for us. <laughs> yeah, that's a Tuesday. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I, I want to know what Danny means by I tend to get too wild. Yeah, Danny, it sounds like you got to get your alcohol consumption under control. I recommend Long Island's. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely seen some people get fucked up for pride, though. Like last year, somebody who I know was we were at this bar like after the after the parade. It was like 1 p.m. And he starts putting his finger in his mouth. He's so drunk. Oh. He can barely stand. And he starts he starts putting it in people's ears and shit. And this oh. poor guy didn't even know what he was doing. He thought he was like hitting on him. Little did he know his finger was suck was sucked on <laughs> moments before. It was oh, disgusting. Gosh. I know he's gross. Yeah, it's gross. Um, I have actually never been to a Pride celebration, and I literally really? live on uh, L.A. Pride's uh, area, like the uh, the parade route. So this year will be my first time going. So, oh, Andrew, we should do something. We should blog on it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll be in London for most of it, but yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I might be I there might, Sunday. I possibly might be actually going to be... In London? In the Pride Parade. Oh, this year. yeah? Um, one, uh, one of, one of my jobs, uh, for, it's like a cycle house, we have a, a little, what do you call it? A float. A, a float, yeah, exactly. So we're all invited to be on the float and riding in like little bike cruisers and shit. So You should do that. <sighs> I might drop some acid and go. <laughs> so Danny, drink less, go to the West Hollywood one, and uh, don't let anyone touch you. No, drink as much as you want and have all your fun because when you get older, it's not going to be as fun. This actually transitions nicely to our confessional segment. Yes. So our first confession says, My 13-year-old daughter has been trying to tell me that she's gay for months now. She works up the nerve to tell me, and then she chickens out every time. I've obviously figured out what she's trying to tell me, and I've played stupid and told her over and over again that she can tell me whatever is on her mind, and I won't get mad or love her any less. For some reason, she's still afraid to tell me. But just now I found her phone lying around, so I peeked through her Facebook profile and found a private message with her dad from a little over two weeks ago. She just came right out and told him that she's gay with no beating around the bush. And he was like, oh, okay, I love you. End of conversation. So now I'm feeling unreasonably hurt that she can't bring herself to tell me this when it was no problem telling her dad. I'm trying to tell myself that I should be grateful that she feels like she can tell him these things, but why doesn't she feel like she can tell me? He didn't mention this to me at all either. I feel out of the loop. How long am I supposed to pretend I don't know? Should I tell him that I saw this message? In addition to this, my office is organizing a bunch of people and their family members to walk in the neighborhood pride parade. This one is very family friendly and just about carrying banners and flags. What if I asked her if she wants to walk in the parade with me? That might give her the idea that I know without embarrassing her or forcing her into talking to me about it, while also reinforcing that this is something about her that I'm going to be totally okay with. I'd love to hear what you guys think. This is a really sweet message. I'm, I'm glad you asked us. Um, mm-hmm. 
I first of all, concerning why it's so hard for her to come out to you, mom, it's most likely because it's harder to come out to the people that mean most to you. Mm-hmm. So I think she's struggling to come out to you because you're you're probably like top, like like the hardest person to come out to because she you matter most to her. Um, so coming out to dad first was probably kind of like gearing up, gearing up the momentum to come out to you. So I would actually take it as a compliment. She, she's, she's struggling because she cares a lot. As for your solution, you're, um, walking in the local pride parade, which is super cool that you, that you're interested in doing that. I think that would be a perfect way to do it. Mm-hmm. And might catch her off guard, which may scare her a little bit because she doesn't see it coming. Like, oh my gosh, shit, I have to come out now. This is my moment. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's a good way to transition into it, for sure. I agree. I think yeah. it's a cool thing to do because you're you're showing support for a good cause, so it can't be construed as pressuring her in any way. You're just you can make it real casual, real chill, and just say that you know your office is organizing this and you want to do it and invite her along. And the very least, it will show that you support, you know, you support something that's important. Um, I would definitely talk to your husband about it, though. I think that was one of her other questions, right? Is should she talk to her husband and and confess that, like, she already knows this? Why not? I mean, I should also say that she mentioned elsewhere in the email, um, um, or in the confession, rather, that... She goes onto her daughter's Facebook. Her daughter's 13, so I don't want any hate mail about invasion of privacy. She's 13. She goes on sometimes just to make sure she's not talking to strangers and, like, whatever. So just to clear that up. But, yeah, I mean, presumably your husband knows that you do that. So why not? And I would say something to him and say, you know, how did this come about? And do you, what do you think? He probably has a lot of good insight into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and maybe he's helping her with the process of coming out to you. Maybe they didn't, maybe they spoke in person about that part of it. Yeah. Right. And I, exactly. I agree that it's, it's most likely that she came out to her father first because I guess she doesn't see her father as really, there's no consequence regardless of what his opinion is of her coming out to her father. But to but to you as the mother, like she, holds a lot of respect there's a lot of more uh, a bigger connection so it it does hold a lot more weight when someone tells or just projects something that they've kept quiet for a while and they've been you know trying to make it perfect and sometimes that actually makes it even harder to really express and tell people you know more about yourself I came out to my parents at once. I sure as fuck was not doing that twice. <clears throat> yes, yeah, like I don't think like I would like when I was 13, god, even 13 like all the way up to 16, I don't think that I would have come out to my parents if they already knew and told me that like, you know, whatever you tell, whatever you say, like I'm not going to love you any less. I don't think that would make me more comfortable coming out. I think if anything that would make me feel like oh shit, I'm not doing a good job of hiding myself or I'm like, it's so obvious. So I'm going to try even harder, in fact, to show that I'm not gay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, not having this experience myself, I can only speak in hypotheticals, but I, I would imagine that 
the best way to approach this is just to sort of let her come out at her own pace and, and at the time that she thinks is right for her and just try not to read into it. Um, as Andrew and Matt have said, you know, people who've had experience with doing this, it has nothing to do with you. It's more to do with her moving at her own pace. It sounds like. Exactly. So we got another confession, actually. Um, this one's about our fuck off Cupid segment. Uh, she writes, every time I listen to the fuck off Cupid segment, I have the same stupid knee jerk reaction. Personally, I've never been harassed ever. I haven't had guys at bars hit on me. I've never been catcalled, and no one has ever sent me ridiculous messages like the ones read on the show. And I know those aren't the kinds of guys I want to date. Those aren't the kinds of experiences that are particularly comfortable or fun. So I should be grateful I've never had them. But I'm not. Instead, I just have this voice in my head that pipes up whenever I hear these stories. Every one of my girlfriends has experienced these things in some way or another. So why haven't I? Am I not pretty? Am I not desirable enough? What's wrong with me? And then I get frustrated by these thoughts. Why is this having an impact on my self-esteem? My self-worth shouldn't be dictated by what other people think of me, especially not people who participate in harassment. But that voice persists, always in the back of my head, always saying you're not good enough. And no matter what I do, I can't seem to make it go away. So one thing that I'll say about this is I do feel like, and it's it's not just in relation to the show, but in general, I feel like a lot of the really... Um, how shall we say, like, I don't want to say truly disgusting because they're all truly disgusting, but a lot of the messages that are disparaging in a completely different way than what you usually see stuff like, oh, nice ass or how big are your tits, things like that. Um, a lot of that happens too. a lot of stuff like guys messaging you and telling you that you're ugly or fat or pointing out some perceived flaw that they might notice in your photos. That happens on dating websites a lot as well. And I just don't think that people share those as often mm-hmm. because they're not as funny. <laughs> like it's, it's not funny to share a message where somebody messages you and is like, yo, you're really fat. <laughs> you know, like, it's not as funny as like some jackass who tries to um, use some ridiculous pickup line that he learned in the fifth grade on you. And I think that's why it is. But I mean, I would definitely say that for every message that somebody's getting where someone is in their mind complimenting them, somebody else is getting a message where somebody else is insulting them. You know what I mean? Here's the, here's the most important takeaway catcalling and harassment has nothing to do with the person who is being catcalled or harassed. Whether it's happening to you, whether there's an absence of it happening to you, it really has nothing to do with you. It's about the, it's about the people who are doing it. So I think that you just haven't encountered the people who are, who have a proclivity for it or who are inclined to do it. That's really the bottom line. Um, and wh- why you haven't encountered those people, maybe you just live in an awesome fucking neighborhood. Maybe that's all that there is to it. But I would not read into it one fucking iota beyond that. This has nothing to do mm-hmm. with you. Because think of it in reverse. If t- by saying 
that this is a flaw on your part or that you're not desirable enough, then in reverse, what you're saying is something that I have done uh, has inspired it or has brought it on. Like I've brought it on myself. Well, if I have not brought it on myself and clearly I haven't, then neither have you. And neither does the absence of it indicate anything about you. I hope that made sense. It does. Very it well did. said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so thank you to uh, the, the two of you who sent in those confessionals. They were interesting to talk about. Let's move on now to the news. So we're going to start with a pretty sad story. We all know Johnny Depp, big actor, Pirates of the Caribbean, Alice in Wonderland, including the new one that just opened on Friday. Um, oh, it did? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was married to actress Amber Heard. They split up last week. And of course, you know, whatever. Celebrity marriages, they never last, as uh, Potato Head says in Toy Story, I believe. Um, but then we found out more interesting information. It turns out that Amber was the victim of physical abuse from Johnny Depp for a while. Um, she applied for a restraining order from Depp and got it. She presented photos in court of bruises on her face that she alleges are from Depp. And um, she said in a statement, During the entirety of our relationship, Johnny has been verbally and physically abusive to me. Johnny has had a long-held and widely acknowledged public and private history of drug and alcohol abuse. He has a short fuse. Depp, of course, is denying the allegations. He says, Amber's attempting to secure a premature financial resolution by alleging abuse. Her current application for a temporary restraining order, along with her financial request, appears to be in response to negative media attention she received earlier this week after filing for divorce. So Depp says it's, she's just trying to turn it on him to make, make, make him look as bad as possible in light of this divorce news. So, it may, you know, there's obviously a discussion here to be had about domestic abuse, but something that I wanted to talk about in particular was, can celebrities basically get away with anything? I saw this question on Twitter in light of the Johnny Depp news, and you think about Johnny Depp, if, if it's true, Woody Allen, Bill Cosby, Brian Singer, who's an ex- X-Men director, all well-known celebrities who've allegedly done very bad things over the years of course bill cosby's going to trial now as we spoke about last week but other than that nothing's really happened to these people so and unfortunately seems like johnny depp may go the same way he's got that pirates of the caribbean movie which comes out i think next year and of course Mm -hmm. you know he's a big actor so he's got plenty of projects lined up yeah i mean i think that this definitely speaks to an issue with our legal system which is that at this in this day and age, if you have enough money, you can pretty much make most things go away. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're able to afford to pay whatever fines need to be paid, whatnot, you can get out of a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, short yeah. of like murder. <laughs> a- Amber Heard actually said that Johnny offered to pay her off. Mm-hmm. And then she decided not to do that, which is great. Mm-hmm. But actually, this does bring up a good point about TMZ. Uh, We actually kind of had a debate about this privately in our Facebook chat a couple weeks ago. Elisa and I think Laura hate TMZ. Meanwhile, I love TMZ. So TMZ broke this this story, which is why it came up with us. Why do you guys not like TMZ? Because they're dirty journalism. Yeah. They literally 
make their living off of bathing in in the regrets of other people. They're like the MTV of paparazzi. Yeah, except there's, worse. Yeah, there's but like they're always around. They're always following celebrities. And so basically they are treating celebrity like like these people as you know, public figures instead of like actual people. Like they're just there to m- make them money. So the paparazzi part, I agree with that. You know, these people have their right to privacy, absolutely. And I think the whole paparazzi thing is sickening with TMZ, E, all these other sites. But TMZ, <laughs> it's kind of funny to say, but they are such an incredibly well connected accurate source of information in most cases remember they broke the michael jackson story they broke prince they've broken so many major deaths over the years because of how well connected they are they broke the johnny depp amber heard news and i think and i think yes they are they are profiting off of bad news coming out of celebrities whether it's their people are dying or uh people are filing filing for divorce but that's news it's news the the thing that I don't agree with when it comes to TMZ is the fact that e- even though, <clears throat> like, yes, you're right, they are, like, the first one to report on it, regardless of if the fact that they beat every other news source by a minute to an hour, it, all these stories that they, quote-unquote, break would have broken anyways by reputable sources that were given permission. Like, I just don't see TMZ as very highly just because they were already there first. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. doesn't that doesn't make me like them any more. Yeah. Because it's really hard to like them anymore when they're so far down the list. Yeah, that's my problem with them is they glory in other people's misery. And that just feels really fucking yucky to me. Yeah. Um I avoid giving them any kind of I don't click on their articles or anything like that because I just, ugh. I, they really piss me off. I love the TMZ show. I love the TMZ show. Oh, my God. Show. The narrator <laughs> who screams everything is so funny to me. I sit there and chuckle every time I watch. Oh I love have, – have you guys seen any of the recent episodes of um, Inside Amy Schumer? No. Where they do a skit where they do a spoof off of TMZ and it is – hilarious oh yeah because they just really kind of show how shitty the people at tmz are Mm. so let me remind you of a little story from 2007 guys matt and andrew this will i think pertain mainly to you do you remember a little thing called the acid quill yes Uh uh-huh i feel like that was the tmz of like the whole harry potter fandom yes we were in yeah We'll describe the acid quill for those who... So, I, I still don't know who was behind it. And thankfully, I wasn't, I guess, I wasn't scandalous enough to be in it. So, I wasn't there. But um, basically, it was one person or maybe a few people who were kind of like stalking the higher profile. I feel like such a douche saying that. The social people, media of the people, people involved in the fandom. You can say. Right. Well, that, but also, like, they were literally stalking you guys, like, in person at conventions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, taking pictures of you at parties. And I remember this whole thing came out when, like, people figured out that Andrew and Matt were dating at the time. 
and it was this whole thing and it was just it was like the tabloid of the harry potter fandom yeah it was really fucking stupid and that's exactly how i feel about tmz like yeah yeah you gotta admit though like how hilarious is it that the fandom is is so massive and popular that it garnered its own <laughs> paparazzi. sort of paparazzi. Yeah, uh, um, I don't. I don't think it's hilarious at all. I think it was a bunch of bored little children who yeah. were I, vying for attention. Yeah, I don't know. I. 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 I we have. May have figured it out. I definitely have somebody on my list of suspects. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know for <laughs> sure if it was her. Tell me about that after the show. You wouldn't even know her. I, she was kind of a nobody, and obviously mm-hmm. she was a nobody if she's stalking people. She's no one. Yeah, she's a fucking no one. <laughs> yeah, her name was her Angie. Name, That's Angie, all I can remember yeah. about her. <laughs> a girl has no name. Uh, but anyway, yes, <laughs> yes, I, I see the similarities here. But th- these celebrities, again, if they're dying, if they're breaking up, and stuff like that, like that, that is. That is news. That's that's and that's the price you pay for being a celebrity. I know it's I know it's kind of a sad thought. Andrew but. Andrew says that and laughs a little bit. It's just the price you pay. That <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> and and I I respect TMZ because I think it's pretty badass that they can get this information right. And God. they're never wrong about the big stuff. They're never wrong. Andrew, how I want to. I do want to say one thing. I noticed about. I think it was. I think it was TMZ. One thing they said about this uh, Amber Heard Johnny Depp issue is that at the bottom of the article, it was like, "Note that Johnny Depp just lost his mother three days ago." Um, and yeah, he was. It was just like three days ago. Johnny Depp lost his his mother, um, and it was only oh, three days before. That or only three days before he allegedly beat her, that he lost his mom, and only one week before they filed for divorce or whatever. Like it, at the very end of of reporting the facts, quote unquote, they talk about how he's gone through all this hardship lately with like the loss of a loved one. Yeah, and I wasn't sure what the how that was relevant. And maybe I'm just reading into it too much, but my knee-jerk reaction was to interpret it as justification somehow, or at least context, trying to say, well, yeah, this this clearly appears to have happened. But keep in mind, guys, someone did just die. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, so, uh, so like, it's like his mom his died. He could beat up whoever he wants. Yeah, his mom yeah. died and Amber was being a real bitch that night. So That's I mean, honest they, to God how I took it. They might as well have written, Johnny's been under a lot of stress, so he really needed to take it out on somebody's face. Yeah. Right. And she well, was just there. I agree yeah. with you, Lisa. I think it does partly have to do with context. That's sort of just what you do. You you share other information about what was going on. It's unfortunate that the connection that can be that that can be drawn between the two things. Um, but yeah, and just today I was seeing a report that came out that uh, Johnny Depp, we all found out a while ago that he was injured on the set of the new Pirates movie. Well, now they're saying that was apparently from hitting Amber or hitting a wall related to Amber. So anyway. Well, yeah, okay. The, here's here's the bottom line. And I know this shouldn't have to be said, but clearly if you work for TMZ, it does need to be said. People lose those who are close to them every fucking day. It's tragic and really sad, and it is stressful. But people lose their parents and their loved ones literally every day. And most of those people don't go at home and beat their wives. 
So I don't care what the fuck has happened to you. I don't think it, I don't think it does provide context. I think all it, I know that maybe that's what they were trying to do. If you want to give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe that was their intention. But the upshot is still that it was, it seemed to be and appeared to be like some really cheap, hollow justification for what Johnny Depp did. And there just isn't any. And I think it perpetuates a really sad culture. Okay. Well said. Next news story. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's move on to some happier news. So for the... (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. It's really not. Um, For the the past eight years, uh, the New York Catholic Church has paid lobbyists over $2 million to block child abuse law reform. From 2007 to the end of 2015... The New York Catholic Conference paid top Albany lobbyists more than $2.1 million to help block legislation, including the Child Victims Act, which would make it easier for victims of child sex abuse to seek justice. If passed, the pending bill would change New York state law to allow a one-year window in which victims older than 23 could ring lawsuits against their abusers. As of right now, though, under the current law, these victims are restricted from suing at all. The Catholic Conference spokesman, Dennis Powell, says, we believe this bill is designed to bankrupt the Catholic Church. So state records show that the church retained lobbyists to work on a number of issues associated with, quote, the statute of limitations and timeliness for commencing certain civil actions related to sex offenses. So basically, the New York Times released this <clears throat> at, uh, because at the end of 2015, most of these lobbyists' uh, contract have gone up. And so I think it's public record. At least that's what I got from this article. Um, really 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 screwed up and just another reason to yeah not- every time i read it i think of the movie spotlight and spotlight it's just it it really it really gets under my skin from that one quote saying that we believe that the bill is designed to bankrupt the catholic church like of course it of course it's going to bankrupt the catholic church if it gets passed because you know shit happened and you know it and you are covering it up like it's been proven yeah. See, here's my thing. Like, I get that um, I get the new pope is like a cool pope and he's done some cool things, I'll admit. But Dope I have pope. to I have to say until he comes out and actually condemns the child abuse scandal and like excommunicates all of those priests from the church, I'm not going to think he's that great. I, I saw somebody bring up a comment on Facebook the other day and, and I... Uh very much have to agree with it. We're all getting ups well, not we all, but a lot of people are getting upset over this whole bathroom ordeal. It's like there are real predators in a place you worship, <laughs> both literally and figuratively. It's time to get this issue under control. Enough of this bathroom stuff. Come on. It's so funny. It's so funny to me that the Catholic Church has tried really hard recently to come back from this nightmare. I mean, at least on the surface, right? At least from like a PR perspective. I will say, so no one's been like excommunicated to my knowledge. But last year, um, the Pope did apologize when he when he was here in the United States. He met with sexual abuse victims from the church and he made a public apology on behalf of the church for everything, including, by the way, for 
having covered it up. Mm-hmm. And now it feels like, you know, with them trying to block this sex abuse reform, that that it feels so hollow now. And I'm so disappointed in that because I was really I really had cautious optimism that they were gonna follow through on that. And like Dope Pope does seem like he really wanted to reform it. So, you know, he's one dude, of course, and yeah. contrary to popular belief, he actually isn't infallible or the voice of God. But that aside, he's I understand he's just one guy and and he can only do so much. But like I you know that he the Vatican should definitely be um have their 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 hands on 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 the pulse of this a lot mm-hmm. better than they do right now. It really does put a damper on the the kind of uh, the issues and e- even just the kind of uh, public figure that they've been trying to tr- trying to get back after all this sh- shit has happened in the past decade. And this story just proved that not only are they have they been trying to keep people quiet, but they've also been blocking uh, laws and bills that that actually try to help the victims that, you know, they've apologized for. Yeah, and, that's the most messed up part right, about it. They're, yeah, they're saying we're going to try to help these situations. Like, we're very embarrassed about this happening to us. But, you know, n- now we're seeing that they are, you know, they really don't care because they just care about the money that they have in their pockets. Yeah, to Andrew's point, if they're they're all if people are so offended about this whole transgender bathroom scandal, maybe we really want to upset them. We should just we should just suggest that there be a third bathroom in all churches for child predators. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's the reform we actually need. All right, moving on. The New York Times is reporting that government regimes across the globe are beginning to use commercial malware and spyware programs, commercial ones, to hack their citizens' computers and accounts. Ahmed Manzoor, for example, a citizen of the United Arab Emirates, spoke out in favor of universal suffrage and democratic governance earlier or earlier last year. He was jailed had his bank account drained of $140,000 and beaten. Uh, He tried to escape the country, and he had his passport revoked. To track and hack him, the United Arab Emirates used spyware software sold by FinFisher, a German-based company that sells surveillance tools to governments. Their tools turn computers and phones into listening devices that can monitor a target's messages, calls, and whereabouts. So this is kind of shocking in and of itself. And most of the examples that the Times are reporting on were tended to be um, in Africa and Asia, although not only. Uh, but the, the important part here is that this, these are commercial programs. These are being sold just kind of to whichever government is the highest bidder. And it's perfectly legal. And as I mentioned, this particular program – is based in Germany. The company is based in Germany. There was another one based in Italy, another one based in the UK. Um, what the fuck? It's not so right. So I would just like to say, remember when all this shit was going down with Apple and the FBI? Mm-hmm. And Apple was like, we do not want to give any country the capability to track its citizens using our devices because there are countries out there with nefarious intentions that will do it. They're fucking right. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. What we need Mm -hmm. are solutions. I'm not sure if this would totally fix 
this particular issue, but this would help. End-to-end encryption. So in other words, when you send a message from your, let's say, Facebook Messenger app to somebody else's Facebook Messenger app, the message is encrypted from device to device. Nobody else can read that besides those two devices, and that's it. I was just reading a report earlier, actually, that said the Facebook is considering doing this in light of the Apple scandal that Laura just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just we just need these tech companies to lock down their shit more, I guess, because um, so Finn Fisher and these other spyware companies can't get into our stuff. End-to-end encryption, as it stands right now, is one of the most secure ways to transmit messages. So I just need Grinder to do it because I want my dick pics to be safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's really <laughs> scary, though, is that this guy had all these things happening to him, and he didn't even know until a year after that yeah. he was being yeah. um, hacked. Right. That's exactly and, right. Yeah. This is why I mean, sorry. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. Andy. I was just going to add that Apple has always been a little more locked down than Windows. So if you do feel like you're, you want to avoid spyware and whatnot, it does exist on Mac, but there's just not as much because the developers don't waste their time because there's just so many more people on Windows. Right. One of the things that, that the New York Times is pointing out about this is that these programs, these commercial software programs that are being peddled out of you know, Western countries for the most part, mm-hmm. they're perfectly legal because there's no, there's no regulation for it. There's, there's, no, there's no international law or for that matter domestic law that's, that's outright banning this. It's, sort of, it's just part of the free market enterprise right now because law has not yet caught up with the technology. And so these companies who are creating spyware programs that are, are then selling them to despotic governments, it's, it's, it's all perfectly above board on paper. That's what's so disturbing to me. It's like if they were breaking laws, at least there would be some kind of recourse. At least we could have a conversation about enforcement or something. But mm-hmm. instead, we're just like, well, what the fuck, guys? Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, get it, your shit together. It reminds- I was gone for five minutes. It reminds me of the issue with the environment. Like, this is a world issue that we all have to get together on, which means it's going to be very difficult to do. Same thing with this. Right. This is a world issue. If, 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 if Germany locks it down, okay, no more spyware there. Another country can do it. So it, it, everybody's going to have to get together somehow, I guess. Exactly. Which means that's, that's right. Won't happen. No, no, no. That's, that's exactly the problem, is too. Is that, and, let's, and let's just take the governments that are that are guilty of this. Let's say the United Arab Emirates, you know, was interested in, in not practicing spyware anymore or not, not practicing spying anymore. Let's just assume that, that they had some, you know, heart of gold. Like what motive do they have to follow through with that? If all of their neighbors are spying, because there's there's a part of them that's going to think, well, everyone around us is spying on their citizens and, you know, it's, uh, oppressing their dissidents. So we need to be able to have this tool as well. So I agree. I think the only way this is actually going to stop is if there's international cooperation. Um, get together. Yeah. We are the world. Let's get together and we stop spyware. Maybe maybe our songs of the summer can just unite the world. No more spyware. Maybe Demi Lovato. Don't tell your local government. Do what does airlift her? Government. Well, airlift her to like <laughs> Ethiopia. See how that works. Bang bang. 
bang, bang, bang. Oh, that was sorry. That was drone. Strikes. I get it. You're killing the the spyware creators and the mood. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. <laughs> All right. Well, um, this is a good story, so we can lighten the mood a little bit. New York City is so deeply committed to protecting the rights of LGBTQ uh, people that. It is now recognizing a total of 31 gender identities that fall all along the male, female, and trans continuum uh, without requiring people to show, quote, proof of their gender. So what this means is that you can identify with any of the of the gender identities on this list, plus, and then some. They don't even name all of them. Um and your employer, school, et cetera, cannot discriminate against you on the basis of that gender. So it's it's no longer just like the male female um, kind of um, kind of binary um, mm-hmm. right. system that that they had before. Um, but what's really interesting about this is that um, failure to comply with these views on gender identity by committing what. New York City will deem to be gender identity based discrimination can be punished with a fine of up to $250,000. Woo! Damn. So so I can walk into a a piece of shit McDonald's off Times Square and apply for a job, and I can say in the gender field, I can write drag queen. I'm looking at the list. That's one of them. Mm hmm. Yeah. So for some of the other ones, there is bi gendered, cross dresser, femme queen. Um, gender bender, male to female, pangender, transsexual, trans person, and, and the list goes on. Um, so there is quite a list here. And I have to say, I, I don't feel 100%, you know, acclimated and, and, and familiar with what each and every one of these means and where they fall along the spectrum. But I think it's really great. You know, yeah. I think it doesn't hurt anybody. <laughs> to allow for people to identify the way that they feel and the way that they know that they were born and who they know they are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think I think it's great that New York City is not going to allow for that kind of discrimination to happen in the workplace. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That was sort of where I came down on it. Like, I'm looking at the, this list. There's 31 different genders. I've never... I'm not being coy or sarcastic. I genuinely had not realized. I was ignorant to the fact that there were even 31 options. I'd heard mm. of maybe like six or seven, but certainly uh-huh. not 31. So reading through this list, many of these I'd never even heard of before. So they're way off my radar. I have no fucking clue about any of them. So it's certainly not something I'm familiar with or understand. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, well, who gives a shit? Because it doesn't affect me or mm-hmm. anybody else. So I don't have to understand it. It's like, well, whatever. If it was impeding on me somehow, then, you know, maybe that there's an argument to be made. But it's not. It's just like you have this option now. Okay. Right. I think it's also really kind of uh, tongue in cheek about the fact that people may possibly see this being as ridiculous, like having like there being over 31. Because I think even the article said like this is just, you know, actually a taste they mm-hmm. they were teasing the fact that there are actually an infinite amount of gender identi- identities and i think it it, it really it's, it's it's almost kind of like a joke to show you like 
how even just the fact that people need to show their gender identity itself is ridiculous. So this whole situation should be irrelevant. Like this shouldn't even be an issue. Maybe people in the should first just be place. able to. Maybe people should just be able to write something in. Maybe there doesn't need to be a list. Maybe you should just be able to to write in whatever or, it or shouldn't even you identify be a, and be done or with even it. a requirement to begin with. Yeah. What if the field just didn't exist? Exactly. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. better. Who gives like, a shit? Yeah, like, what does it prove? Like, what does what does having to identify your gender in the first place really have anything to do with anything? Yeah, as long as you're human, then I think you should be able to apply for the job. Yeah, if you're alive. Yeah, as long as you can put pen to paper. Okay, well, let's move on now to Surprise Bitch. So we are going to call one of our lovely Patreon supporters. Uh, you know what? Since it was my birthday last week... I'm going to pick a number. It's my mm. turn. You greedy bitch. <laughs> okay, so let's try Molly. Uh, she's I've here in the U.S. Funnily enough, I think she did this by accident. We have this little form to get these numbers. And the question, if not the name above, what would you like us to call you? And her her answer is yes. <laughs> so is that is that what she wants to be called? Or did she get confused about that question? I have a feeling it's the latter. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hello, Molly. <laughs> yes. Yo, it's Millennial. What's up? Surprise, bitch. Bitch. Oh. <laughs> yes. How, how oh are you? Oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah. How are you? Good. I'm still at work. Oh, okay. Oh shit. All right. We'll call you back later. What? Oh. What no, is, it's okay. What kind of job is it? If you don't want to get into specifics. I'm a property manager. Oh. Oh. I love HGTV. Seriously I have some it. complaints about my kitchen sink, if <laughs> you would kindly get on that. <laughs> so where yeah. where do you live in the U.S., Molly? I live in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Represent. Cheesehead. Yep. That cheesehead? <laughs> yeah. The yeah, cheese, they- Wisconsin? Oh, come on. No, I know. That's oh. cheese. Yeah, the best cheese. Okay, so Molly, we've got a couple of questions for you. Uh, in light of summer, what do you have a favorite summer drink? Are you old enough to drink? Yes, I'm old enough to drink. Okay, continue. I'm a 19-year-old property manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you never know. Say what I was thinking. <laughs> I really like sangria, like white wine sangria. And do you have a song of the summer? Um, not really. Oh. Song. No. Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> sure. Oh, I wanted to ask what you thought about TMZ. Are you familiar with TMZ? Yeah, like the entertainment bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you We were talking about them earlier because they reported on the whole story about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and him, you know, allegedly, you know, beating her. What what do you think about TMZ? Not the story, just them. They're kind of, they're trashy. Don't really. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Not, not, not a good source of news. You, you, you agree with the girls there then. They agree with you. Us three. I disagree. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Andrew likes them. I mean, he says they're super accurate. Yeah. So. It, it's entertaining, but it's not yeah. resourceful. Yeah. It depends on what type of news you're looking at there. If it's, if it's got, if it's paparazzi stuff, that's bad but yeah. if it's respectable then no so no if, yeah i try and be informed 
if the four of well, us, if, if Lame came and visited Madison, Wisconsin, what would you recommend we do for fun? Uh, well, we have like, Madison's like an isthmus, so we have two different lakes, so there's lots of water stuff here. Okay. And there's always tons of stuff on the capital. There's like, come in August, there's like Taste of Madison, where there's all these little stands, and you can like eat every food in Madison at oh, all the great restaurants. Cool. For like four or five bucks a thing. Nice. Oh, I, I can afford that. I hear I hear your Wisconsin accent on you. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean well, that. Well, my parents are originally from Upper Michigan, so that's probably it too. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I had a roommate from Wisconsin once, um, and your accent is quite similar to hers, actually. I don't think I have an accent, but maybe everybody I do. Ha- everybody has an accent. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't. Linguistics. Yeah. No, bitch. You have a major accent. Oh my god! It is you. annoying as fuck. Little, yeah. little Miss Baltimore over here saying she doesn't have an accent. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. I sound like freedom. Mm-hmm. I sound like America. <laughs> okay, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you just sucked on a lemon when you say your ew's. What? I have to chew. Hello. Fuck off. <laughs> let's do the let's do the news. Okay, we're we're wasting Molly's Molly's time here. Molly, have a good uh, rest of your night of work there, and thank you for support. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you, Molly. Thank you for calling thank me. You, no problem. Bye. Have a good night. You too. Bye. I think Molly was getting anxious. We were like getting into a fight there at the end. <laughs> yeah, it got very we, testy. We were actually. No, it's so funny, Elisa. So I I have this friend Summer, and you actually you. I think have t- spoken with Summer like through my text messages at some point. Great. Um, and, and she listens to the show and she loves your accent. Like she's told me a couple times like how much she loves your voice. And she's probably really mad right now. She's probably listening to this being like, why are you telling her this? Um, but I was talking you drunk? to her. No, I was talking to her about how you don't think that you have an accent. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm right. I'm sorry, Summer. I love you. I think you're. I think you're great. But I think that you're mishearing me. You probably. You probably are confusing my voice for Laura's. Is what's Can going you, on. Okay, I'm going to spell out a word, and I want no. you to say the word. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. You ready? T h e i r. T h e i r. There. That's not how you say it normally. I uh, okay, say it normally. I, she says there. <laughs> yeah, you do. Durr. Yeah, you do. Uh, listener, listener Durr. challenge. <laughs> Go I'm back to the show. And find where Lisa says "der." God, what is happening? It sounds so derpy. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just your Baltimore accent. Okay. We're going to... Your Baltimore accent. We're going to fight about this later. I don't uh, think... Nope. I, I will say I say Baltimore, not like like I'm from Baltimore. I say Baltimore. Yeah. The fuck Fair. is that? That's not a word. Lisa, why don't you bail yourself out while introdu- by introducing us to your new <laughs> game or segment here? Fuck, I don't know what we're doing for this. Okay, so this is we're, we want to start this new segment. We look at what the fuck is going on on social media. It's a very millennial thing, and. A lot of weird shit is going down. So this week in social media, we have a couple of stories. 
We're going to talk about them, but then I also want us to offer up some kind of recommendation. How can Facebook or Twitter or whatever the medium is, what, what can they add to their terms of service that will right this wrong? So the first one, City Park Apartments Complex in Salt Lake City is demanding that their tenants agree to Facebook friend them and grant them permission to use any and all photos for their own promotional purposes. And residents, by the way, only have five days to comply or else they will have their lease revoked. So five days to be biffles with your apartment complex. So wow. uh, I just have to say, uh, surely they are going to change their mind on this because uh, now that it's gotten out, now that it's a... Uh, now, now that it's like a national news story, I have to think they're gonna stop this because that would be, that would that would that would be really bad, and that yeah. would not sell new apartments. No, and also grant permission to use any of your personal photo photographs for their purposes. What the fuck is that? Right. I, I would literally turn all of my Facebook profile pictures into big black dildos. Right. Yeah, I would like post a picture of my butt. And mm-hmm. tag the apartment <laughs> complex. Tag City Park. Then again, this is in Utah. Yeah, they're kind of a little strange over there. Maybe. All right. So, what's wh- how do they? How does Facebook deal with this then? How do they change their terms of service? Do they mandate that anyone living in Salt Lake City must comply, but they also have to turn their profile pictures into like dick pics? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they can like activate that Facebook security check, except activate it for Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. I would say Make people check in. I would say that they have to. You you have to you can comply with them, but in exchange, you also have to go on the city parks apartment Facebook page and like post a picture of your poop, like an eye for an eye <laughs> type of thing. If you're gonna give right. up your privacy, they have to look at your poop. Mhm. I agree. Okay. <laughs> so this, we do, we all we all understand that this is Facebook, right? Facebook is the one who is who has to change their terms of service. Yeah. Okay. So you're to saying comply. Facebook's mandate that anybody living in Salt Lake City has to post a picture of their poop. I was going to say if if you're being forced to sign up if you're being forced to become Facebook friends with city park apartments complex and grant them access to your photos and shit. Uh, yeah. It should be specific to city park apartments complex. Oh, I see. Cause why should okay. all of salt Lake? Come on. That's crazy. Elisa. Stop that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Here for that. All right. Next one. This is unfortunately becoming weirdly common. A crazy boyfriend in Texas is being accused of murdering his girlfriend and posting pictures of it to Facebook. Ken Amix posted a photo of himself sitting beside his girlfriend's body and captioned it, quote, please pray for us. Both Amix and his deceased girlfriend were covered in stab wounds, but police say Amix's wounds were superficial and self-imposed. So, bitches cray. How does Facebook deal with this shit? Well, it should be against the rules to post dead pictures, <laughs> pictures of your, of dead people on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, but it was also blurry. Like, they didn't really know exactly what they were looking at until they found out that she was, she, you know, she was, she was the, she was m- murdered. 
Yeah, but let, let's be honest. Facebook doesn't have a bunch of trained monkeys monitoring when you upload photos as you put them up in real oh, time. Oh, yeah, I know. Their reasoning for it was that they couldn't prove that the person, that the woman, the victim's account was being, quote, hacked. No, I think I think I think what Elise like, is looking for here is something a little more sarcastic than uh, than like taking the story so literally. Oh, okay. So I I think in terms of how Facebook could change their terms of service to um, to to kind of go along with this disturbing new trend is to instead of you know in the field and your your um, basic information it says like your gender and then interested in and then whatever gender you're interested in instead of the gender you're interested in it could just say interested in murder mm-hmm. <laughs> that way it's yeah. like you know and you have to do it and then that way other people can be like oh this fucker killed his girlfriend will not reply to that okay cupid message thanks facebook or maybe and- face when you when you post status updates now on photos like facebook will ask you like your mood or what you're doing they should add new like i just killed somebody options or maybe there should be an option like how long has the body been dead and you can put in a little date and time. Oh, Jesus or <laughs> you asked for sarcasm? No, I, I don't. Was... I don't think it was sarcasm for you, Andrew. <laughs> I would say possibly with terms of services, if you ever post a picture that might be taken as a a dead person, then you have to do a duck face with a peace sign. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. Maybe maybe what should happen here is anybody who posts a picture of a dead person on their Facebook has to automatically move to City Park Apartments in Salt Lake City <laughs> and grant all their photos as promotional material. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. God, this is getting it's getting a little dark, guys. No, I like I that I think that's a good I think it's a good call because then I, everybody all the murderers just moved to city park apartments in Salt Lake City. <laughs> we, we know have, where they all are. And they're, the, they're all they're all in one fucking place, and then we just like unleash them Hunger Games style into like you know an arena and do away with them. And City Park will be able to keep an eye on them. Right. Exactly. I have another Can idea. You send Donald Trump there. Oh, I have one more idea. So Facebook should add to their terms of service. If you take a picture of the dead person and post it on your Facebook and you're first to post it, then you get control of that person's Facebook account. So it's like the legacy. Yeah, the legacy contact. That's gross. Okay. (laughs) I don't think that's a good idea because I've always wanted control of Laura's Facebook. So Now you know how to do it. I don't know know why. What do you think is on there? No, nothing. I just want to. Post oh, you know it. what's on there. Oh, you know why. Speaking we want of it. Facebook, um, so do you guys remember the honesty box? You remember this? It's oh, like, the honesty box. I so the other day I was really bored and no, wait, I wait, spent. Whoa, sorry, what was the honesty box? Yeah, don't you don't remember either. the honesty box? Mm-hmm. No. It was, I mean, it would have been more aptly named the passive aggressive box, but it was where people <laughs> could leave you <laughs> anonymous comments about you. Um, yeah. And it, it only, it was only alive for like a few months. Facebook took it down because people were abusing it, but I'm a little bit ashamed to admit that I spent an inordinate amount of time on Google the other day trying to figure out how I could get my honesty box comments back. I don't know why. (laughs) You tried to restore your anonymous comments from like four years ago. It was longer than that. 
I miss the Odyssey box, so, but I like know. people did abuse it. Like I think I got like I, I I I read them as just you know to help boost my confidence, and it was like I think you're a really good friend. You are very handsome. You're kind of sexy, and then like fag, and then <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that just, escalated quickly. To to clarify though, the Honesty box it wasn't an official Facebook feature. It was an app you could add to your Facebook. It wasn't, but it wasn't like Facebook. You yeah, know, well, whatever. Okay, whatever. Come on. Just, well, just it's, bear it's with important. us. Um, I just I just remember, like, most of my messages were really nice. But then I got this one one time that was like, you don't really care about the people who want to be your friends. And I was like, holy shit. Like, hey. That was for me. Uh, I remember sending that. <laughs> no, the one from you was the one where you talked about killing me to get control of my Facebook. <laughs> There was another one like that, formspring.me. Does everybody remember Form that one? Formspring. No. I remember that one, yeah, It's yeah. basically the same same thing. We should ask our listeners to send in anonymous feedback about us. Like a um, confessional? They do. Through the no. confessional. You see <laughs> okay, how about this? We each send an anonymous thing into the confessional about each other. We have to figure out who the fuck is talking about <gasps> who. Oh, that's okay, a great this, idea. Is this just like an opinion, something we think about each other, but we haven't said? Yeah, it's an opinion that yeah. we're just being honest about. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess it could... I, I just I want to know like what things do you guys think about me that you haven't already said to me? Uh, <laughs> I would say, but I'm, surprised. I'm punching it into the confessional now. <laughs> That's over there. Like, there's this corpse at the end of our bed, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you seen... know what? I should. I Inside joke. Sleep. If you don't get should, it, you're gonna yeah. have to go back and listen to other episodes. We should we should do an episode where we like don't sleep for 24 hours and see how delusional the episode would be. That sounds like a great idea. That sounds like the whole past year of this show for me. <laughs> I haven't slept at all. Oh, uh, gosh, that explains so much. Well, I'm down with this, Andrew. I like this idea. Okay, okay, we can we can each of us post or or post something to the confessional honesty box style. Yeah. I don't. Okay. Yeah, we'll do I'm it. And, I'm and sending some right now. We'll, we'll read what? the answers in a couple weeks. Cool. No, <laughs> next week. Next. Andrew won't be here. I next won't be week. here next week. So you <gasps> well, can I be want... honest about me. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Talk shit on me. Go ahead. Just talk shit out. Go ahead. That's a I'll, share, I'll share my theory on Andrew. I, I have a theory on you. Do? You. <laughs> I do. Uh, I can't wait to hear I've, that. I've had a theory for a number of years now. Oh, God. I'm really excited <laughs> to share. That I like to fist myself? Fist fuck myself? Oh, well, no. I already know that's true. Oh, okay. So, uh, so, on that note... <laughs> As if as this hasn't been immature enough, coming up in After Dark today, we are going to prank call a pizza place for fun <laughs> because Elisa missed out on that excitement and she wanted to get in on it. So we're going to yeah. do that. We're also going to talk about that gorilla story um, out of Cincinnati. Really sad story, but we're going to we're going to put a twist on it. We're going to do the devil's advocate. We're going to make it fun, you know, just make it make it light and fun and yeah. happy. Yeah. I want to hear <laughs> at least one of you defend keeping the girl alive and letting him I'll fucking do it <laughs> I'll do it <laughs> okay Great. I think we should establish what side we're on first <laughs> okay and uh, yeah so this week this uh, this week's After Dark and Hashing It Out are available to our $2 patrons remember the first week of every month we give the $2 patrons and above After Dark and Hashing It Out and for $5 you get Hashing It Out and After Dark every week in addition, at the $2 level, you have the bonus vlog blog. That's where we make all of our, 
we 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 post these video blogs, and there's mm-hmm. been a bunch of them lately, including to Matt our cooking. real fans. I've been doing show and tell. You can also enter for surprise, bitch. Lots of benefits. We really appreciate your support. Patreon.com slash millennial is where you can sign up and you can have instant access to tons of stuff, including today's self-fuck. Self-fuck. Yes. If we hit a certain amount, I'm going to fuck myself with pizza. Oh, okay. No, no, let's do something you're not comfortable doing. (laughs) Okay. Laura, what is the outro song? This our, our outro song is a little tune called Facebook by the group Passenger. Okay. I've never heard this song before, so let's see how it goes. I don't think anybody has. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I'm Elisa. <laughs> I'm Laura. <laughs> and I'm Matt. Bye, everybody. Hi. Fuck it. I love this song. Getting so drunk, you fall over. Singing up a lamppost at two in the morning. Never helped anyone. Never helped anyone. Never helped. Cause it's so pure. You can hardly taste. I'm waiting for this song to get to the part about like and Facebook. I don't know, they're British. Who knows what they're actually saying? I was expecting it to be creepier than this. Going to party.